Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast, Inner Monologue, with me, Olivia Neal. Today, it's probably going to be a long one. I feel like this podcast is probably going to be like longer than any other one I've ever recorded before because I just have like a lot to tell you guys. I'm going to tell you about my relationship struggles, how my 21st birthday got ruined and how I humiliated myself in front of some Love Islanders. So I'm going to be updating you on all of that but also we're going to be chatting about fashion today because I went to Milan Fashion Week to see the Versace show and I just felt like I had so much to tell you. I wrote so many things on my notes so I'm, yeah I'm really excited to discuss that with you today. Okay so this past week has probably been like one of the most craziest yet best weeks of my life but also probably not the best because some bad things have happened too but I just like feel like I'm gonna tell you everything because there's I'm having like I don't know what's going on like there's like so much going through my brain right now I feel like I need to like I don't know I said this last week episode I need to take my brain out and give it a good scrub because like I just can't even like get my thoughts across I was trying to like rehearse in the car on the way here but what I was gonna say to you guys because like I just have a lot to tell you and I just couldn't speak. I'm having a proper brain for it right now. This is going to be probably quite hard to listen to because I'm just like going to like keep interrupting myself. Like, there's going to be like no order or rhyme to whatever I'm telling you. So you just need to bear with me, but I just need to tell you what's been going on the past week. So I moved house, which was it's, it's the most exciting thing ever. And I'm so, so happy and can't believe it. It doesn't feel like real life whatsoever, but it was a bit of a stressful process. So without telling too much, because I was going to tell you like, the nitty gritty about everything that's happened this week but then I was like you know what some of it's a bit personal and I feel like instead of telling you all right now I'm probably gonna have to like marinate in what's happened for a few months and then tell you because basically boyfriend trouble anyway he's gonna listen to this and be like so fucked off but like also you know what I just have to tell you everything like if if, if someone's gonna start going out with me they need to know what they're getting into like obviously I'm gonna tell the podcast you're literally like the only person I'd tell everything to do you know what I mean because I'm not gonna bore my friends like my friends don't care like it's like my sister like she said to me like oh Olivia like I don't listen to your podcast like I don't want to hear everything that you tell me like you say in your podcast like I'm sorry and I was like you know what I might completely get it I don't listen to your podcast either because she's a podcast as well <laughs> but I just feel like you know I don't want to like burden anyone in real life with all this but I just feel like I don't know it must work because some people like actually text me and say I, I really enjoy your podcast so I feel like I can get away with burdening you all with everything anyway you know me things get a little bit cursed after six months in a relationship with me I don't know what happened after six months mark I'm like oh my god time to run away and that has happened with my boyfriend well boyfriend let, let me get into it so things are going a little bit pear-shaped you could say I was also like I don't really like what I've become I've become like very very dependent I feel like I used to be quite an independent girl boss and I feel like that's not really me anymore I used to be that kind of girl that was like, oh, I like going shopping on my own and I like doing things on my own and romanticizing things. And I don't think that I've been doing that a lot. I mean, I've been trying to do it a, lot, a bit more recently, but I just like the normal things that I would do, like, I don't know, going to the shop on my own. I just, I would rather not do it without my boyfriend now. I'm always just like, oh, can you just come to the shop with me? I'm too scared to go on my own. And like, I get him to like answer the door for me. Like, I don't like answering. Like, I've just become like almost like a bit lazy. I'm, I, we all know I'm really really lazy but I'm just talking about like everyday things like I'm just like I don't want to make my own breakfast because I just make him do it not in like that way like he like offers to and t- so I'm just like I'm not used to doing it anymore like, I just feel like I don't do things for myself anymore because I he's really kind and like does everything for me so it's not his fault but I think I have just become like really really dependent and that is going to happen as well like when you spend every single day with someone like we we live together pretty much he lives in my flat and it meant that like we were spending this is like I think this is definitely something I've learned like that was a mistake and not to do it in the future but when you like move in with someone that kind of quick and at this age especially when you don't have like a something that keeps you out I don't have a nine-to-five job I don't go to uni like there's nothing really getting me up and out of the house 
So if I'm living with someone and they're not doing, they're not getting up and out of the house, like we are going to be spending every single minute together of the day. And so that kind of started happening and I didn't really have any downtime. Like I would rather have just sat on the sofa with him like than spend time on my own. And I think it is really important to spend time on your own. And it kind of ruins, well, not ruins a relationship, but obviously like relationships aren't going to stay like super spontaneous and super fun and that like it is gonna get a little bit boring with time like that's obviously normal but when you're spending like your downtime like I just really think that downtime on your own like sometimes I just love to sit on TikTok and not speak to anyone and just scroll and just not speak and doing that on your own is really important and I think with my boyfriend like we both were like oh it's fine we'll both just have our downtime and we won't speak to each other but we're sat beside each other like we'll sit on the sofa together like that's not downtime like you actually do for the health of your relationship need to spend time apart and do the fun things with each other like go on dates and stuff and when you're spending just like every night eating deliver on the sofa it's just not as fun also spending that much time together you're gonna get in a lot of fights because you're, you sh- you're with each other when you shouldn't be with each other you're with each other when you're through every single bad mood and that was happening it went a bit pear-shaped it went fucking like banana shaped to be honest and it got to like two days before I was moving so I moved on the Thursday and without without getting too much into that because I was going to tell you the nitty-gritty I was going to be like oh he said this and I said that and I just don't think I should right now I think that's maybe like a couple months maybe I'll do like a full relationship podcast and what I've learned and stuff but I was moving on the Thursday and then on the Saturday I was having everyone from Belfast over there was like 10 people from Belfast coming over for my birthday party so then two days before I was moving I had another fight with my boyfriend and basically we kind of like broke up (laughs) like yeah we broke up I, <laughs> I just like feel embarrassed honestly I'm like oh for fuck's sake Olivia but like honestly it wasn't even my fault but it was just like yeah things were just it was like a lot of stress almost and like it was already a bit of a stressful time and we were just like arguing so much to the point I was like more arguing than not and like we'd broken up quite a few times I just hadn't really filled you in because it's honestly fucking embarrassing I, it's not you shouldn't be embarrassed at this but I'm just like oh I'm so shit like will I ever be with someone for a year probably fucking not I'm literally going to be the rich auntie, aren't I? And that's fine. Like, I'm actually kind of happy with that. But anyway, got to two days before and we pretty much broke up, yeah. And then the next day I woke up, was obviously sad. I was feeling really sorry for myself. I was crying on the sofa, driving around, listening to, like, Pluto Projector by Rex Orange County, like, all of the Blonde album. Like, I literally just started, like, driving for nowhere. I had nowhere to go and I was just driving, like, crying. Like, the rain was, like, it was, like, quite rainy that day. And I was like, this is perfect. This is a perfect day to be sad. This is also a perfect day to procrastinate packing. Now, packing, like, you never think it's that hard. When I moved from Belfast to London, it really wasn't that hard because all I did was put a few clothes in a suitcase and bring it over. I didn't have anything. Like, obviously, I was moving from my parents' house, so, like, all the glasses and the mugs and the plates and all that shit was all theirs. All I had that were my own were my clothes. And I hated half of them anyway, so I only brought a few clothes over to London with me and then kind of, like, built my wardrobe in London. And then whenever I moved to London, I spent one day, like, I went to Ikea, bought everything, and that was it. Like, it was really, really easy. And I feel like that's, like, people, like, experience when they move to uni as well. Like, all you really do is bring a big bag of clothes. And it's pretty easy. However, moving from a flat to a different flat is oh it's hell and every single time I'm like oh it's so fine it'll take 45 minutes to pack up my entire life it doesn't take 45 minutes it you you need to do it for three days I'm just like not that kind of person I've never been that person like whenever in school we had a project during two weeks I'd be doing it night before I'm just I, I will not be responsible and like time manage things I do not do a bit here and there and then for like the week coming up to when it's due like no I don't do that I do everything the night before I cram and I give myself a fucking rash I literally had a rash last week because of the amount of stress and things that I was going through like there was even more stuff going on but like I'm not gonna get into it because n- no one gives a fuck anyway so this was the day I was very sad watching sad movies and stuff I hadn't done anything 
the movies were coming at 7am the next day and it got to like 9pm and then my well ex-boyfriend I guess rang me and was like um hey like can I come get my stuff and I was like yeah yeah sure you can and he came around and he was like oh like how's your packing going and I was like yeah it's fine <laughs> I just started crying and I was like I haven't done anything I haven't, I'm fucking I'm fucked and I'm not moving I'm gonna have a mental breakdown and he was like right okay I'm not like this doesn't mean anything but like I care about you and I'm not gonna let you have a mental breakdown like let me help you pack and I was like no I'm independent I literally we broke up because I want to be an independent girl boss and he was like fuck off Olivia so then he helped me pack <laughs> That was my packing experience. Um, I packed like all the night before, and you know what? We pulled it off. I actually did manage to get everything in, but I was like moving into like pretty much like a building site. Like I was getting quite a bit done to my house. Not, not even that much. Just like I was getting a few wardrobes built and getting the floors done. Because also, whenever you buy a house, you obviously well not everyone, but I got a mortgage, so I borrowed money from the bank to pay for the house because I didn't have that much money, and. The bank send, I'm basically telling you this because I didn't know this was a thing and I think it's kind of interesting, so I'm just telling you. Um, the bank send something called a surveyor to the property that you want to borrow money to buy. Just to make sure that like you're not borrowing money from them to buy like a literal, like like something that's about to fall down, like a house that's about to fall down in two months. So the surveyor came and said like, oh, yep, yeah, all good. The bank is all good to lend you money. This is a perfectly fine house, all smooth sailing. And I thought, Fantastic couple months after the, the seal went through perfect got it got a builder in just to, like there's a few cracks and stuff in the wall and the roof because a lot that's like the thing with a lot of um london houses because you know like a, like a typical london house like the terrace housing they're all really really old they're like hundreds of years old so they're gonna have cracks and stuff and like there's a little bit of subsidence just from like i think there's like a tree that the roots are going a bit under the floors and stuff like it's, it's normal in london like you are gonna have to like to do a little bit of upkeeping but the builder came and like picked up a plank of wood on the floor and was like, it's soaking under here. Like you have damp everywhere. You need to change your entire floor. And I was like, mm, great. I'm not going to do that right now. I've got a party on Saturday. Excuse you. I just need to make it look nice. I basically just made him like make it look nice. But like it is fucked. Like under my floor is like soaking wet. I could have a fucking bath in there. But I think like, that's just a problem for future me. I'm not going to like, that's just, oh my God. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be an adult. <laughs> so I just made it look nice. And anyway, then my back wall, my like kitchen is like all sliding doors into the garden and I you know what it's I'm a fucking idiot like I should have tried to open them all whenever I even went to look at the house before I'd even like put in my offer I should have like tried to open all the doors but like half of it like you can't really open any of them because the house has like subsided onto the door and like squished the door down and now the doors are open and they're like yep you're gonna have to replace all the back doors like the whole back wall and I was like no I like I'm not doing this <laughs> so basically you should like really if you're ever gonna buy a property like maybe in a few years time you should really just take what I did like as a learning lesson you should like even if you get a surveyor and you should like pull that fucking house apart because I didn't do it and now I've got all this work done but anyway yeah it's a bit of a build it was a bit, a bit, a bit of a building site like I've kind of fixed a lot of it now but um yeah it's a bit stressful but I'm so fucking grateful that I'm in the house like I'm so excited and it's such a fun new chapter of my life but anyway yes a little bit stressful you know didn't realize that builders were that expensive. Oh my God. Anyway, I don't even know why I'm talking about like fucking building and stuff because no one cares. But I think that was like adding to the stress of everything. And then I moved my stuff into my house and it was like a building site. So I didn't actually get to like, you know, like unpack things. Like I couldn't like put away like my clothes because the wardrobes weren't fully built and couldn't like take off like the covers of my furniture because the walls were like being painted still. So it wasn't like a very like satisfying, like when I last moved, it was quite a satisfying day of moving. Like I moved in the morning and then I had unpacked everything by that evening. 
Like it was quite easy, whereas this wasn't as easy. So then, yeah, moved into the building site. And then that night, I literally went to Milan. Well, like 4am. But also I thought it was like a fantastic idea to go to a party before I went to the airport. So like I had to leave for the airport at like 4am. And I didn't get home from the party until 2am. I didn't go hard or anything. I literally had like two drinks. But it was just very, very stupid. And also at that party, wait, can I just tell you something? Because this is like humiliating, like... It, this is like one of the worst things that's ever happened to me I think like I have never felt so scundered in my entire life so I'm at this party and there's a guy there that I know who like like manages people he like he works for a management and Dami from Love Island like I don't know if he's like signed with them or like if he just does work with them but basically the guy who I'm friends with was like oh my god Olivia like um Dami's coming here tonight to this party and I said to him that it'd be like really good for him to go on your podcast and because I'm actually thinking of having a few guests on so keep an eye out for that and he was like I think I said to him it'd be really fun to have him on your podcast because like you know you're both from Ireland and you could like talk about like I don't know Irish things I just think like you guys would get on and I was like you know what I actually never thought about that but I think that would actually be like quite a fun idea like I can really see us I don't know gelling well together and I quite liked him and love Island. I don't know I just thought it, it would be quite a good match for a podcast anyway I saw Dami later on that night I was like chatting to my friends and he was like standing beside like kind of beside us and he was like completely on his own like he wasn't speaking to anyone and I, I felt like oh god like he's on his own I should go say hi or like obviously my, my friend has said to him to be on my podcast and I feel kind of like bad for him because he was standing on his own so I went over and I was like, hi, like, shook his hand. I was like, I'm Olivia. Um, I think my friend, well, he's called Mikey. I, I think Mikey said to you about potentially coming on my podcast. Like, I think that'd be so fun. And he was like, who are you? And I was like, oh, Olivia. And he was like, yeah, what, what's your full name? And I was like, Olivia Neal. He's like, oh, what's your podcast? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, so, so, sorry. I, I don't think Mikey actually said anything to you. I think he maybe, I, I think there's been a mix up. And he was like, no, wait, what's your podcast? And I was like, inner monologue. And he was like, oh no I don't think he did and I was like yeah no no it's it's fine I don't think he did either anyway it's nice to meet you <laughs> I just walked away <laughs> and it was the worst experience I've ever had in my life like I actually think like I'm gonna fucking cry like he was like who the fuck are you because I was flaming like oh like can't wait for you to be my podcast he's like who are you like oh my god I don't know why that was just so humiliating because I really put myself out there to be like, hi, nice to meet you. And then, oh my God, wait, sorry, I completely forgot about even something even worse. So then India, who I fucking love, comes up. I didn't even realize she was there. She comes up and stands beside him and is like, hi. And I was like, oh my God, I hope you don't think this is something else. But I, thought she, I really highly thought she did. But anyway, I was like, right, I could have fucking played it cool and I didn't. And I went, hi, oh my God, I love you. And she's like, oh thanks and I was like oh my god what have I just done like goodbye and then I left the party because I was that scundered like oh my god why did I do that I just f f fumbled the bag completely like I actually wanted like both of them to be in my podcast not they're gonna like wouldn't touch me with a fucking shitty stick they're gonna like file a restraining order against me oh my god the worst moment of my entire life So yes, I leave for Milan the next day and I'm actually not going to get into Milan that much right now because I went to the Versace show. I went to the fucking Versace show. Like, what is life? I, I still cannot believe that happened. I'm like, why the fuck do they want me there? But anyway, not complaining. So cool. And I want to talk about like fashion a bit in this podcast because I felt a bit like inspired. I mean, I went to Versace show. Bella Hadid walked past me, like two meters in front of me. Like, obviously I'm feeling inspired. I want to chat about it. It was just such a cool experience, but I'm not going to get into it yet because I actually have a few more things to update you on. So I get back from Milan and I'm so lucky because 
my family actually got to London while I was in Milan. So like they were there before I was even there. And they like went to my house. And by that point, all the like the painters and the floor people had left. So um, they'd like completely finished. And my mom and like my, well, my whole family like unpacked everything. And they put the furniture all like where I wanted it. They basically like finished everything. My mom cleaned the entire house. She is a fantastic cleaner. She loves to clean and she cleaned everything. And like this place was like kind of fucked because obviously like there'd been so much work being done. There was like dust everywhere, like shit everywhere. And she cleaned everything and made it all nice for when I came home. And I am just, oh, I love my family so much. So blessed to have them because I would have probably had a bit of a cry if I came home to that mess, abomination that I left my house in when I left from Milan. Um, and then that night was my birthday party. So for my birthday party this year I had like planned a 20 person dinner which is like quite a lot of people but it was like I just wanted to do something a bit more wholesome because last year obviously I did that club thing and it was like the worst thing ever so I decided this year I'm just gonna have like my really really close friends and family at my my birthday dinner and then maybe after I'll have a bit of like a house party back at my house but that's like I, I wanted to spend the majority of time at the dinner so about like over a month ago, like before my birthday, so a month before my birthday, I started planning it. I rang loads of venues and then I eventually found this venue like quite quite close to my house, which was like really, really handy. It was called Beach Blanket Babylon. I'm literally, I'm naming and shaming. Like I, anyway. So it was in Notting Hill. I've actually been there before. The food was really good. It's actually really like funky inside. It's like inspired by Porc de Guel in Barcelona, I think. It's like really, really cool, basically. Really cool decor. And I would still be like, go, but I'm not recommending it anymore. And then I, I didn't even realize that they do private dining rooms and the private dining rooms are so cool. Like they all have like different themes and like one was like a pink castle kind of thing. And one was like um a gothic like mansion room with like a big fireplace and there's like long candlesticks. It was just so perfect for what I wanted. And they're like, yeah, absolutely. We've got this like this room free on that night. And then they sent me the set menu for the past month. I've been like, planning everyone who's coming everyone from Belfast there was 10 people from Belfast came over they all booked their flights everyone picked their meals from the set menu I picked the wine like two days before no like I think a week a week before like the actual party I picked all the wines and the cocktails that they were going to serve I was just so excited and then even like two days before I just emailed them to be like yep just double checking all good like yeah, basically just like solidifying everything and then it gets to the night of my birthday I put on this new dress that I bought that I just felt like Oh, I felt amazing in it. It was very skimpy. I mean, if you go on my Instagram, you'll probably see it. It's like I, I captioned it birthday suit because it was what I wore for my birthday. I just felt like a million dollars and I tottled, tottered, tottered up. Is that a word? Tottered? Tottered up to this, this restaurant in my um, heels with like 20 people behind me, all ready to go. So excited. Had had quite like a bit of a stressful week. So I was just really just ready for this to just be smooth sailing. Do you know what I mean? We get there and all the curtains are closed and... The lights are on, but the curtains are closed and all the furniture outside is like stacked up. And there's a sign on the window saying, temporarily closed, renovations being done. So I was like, okay, maybe this is like like a surprise birthday party. Or like someone's trying to prank me and like my mum and dad have actually got like my whole extended family over. Like everyone from Belfast is here. Like they're all waiting inside. They're going to do a big surprise thing. Like there's like a performer, like maybe Justin Bieber or something inside. Like, I just thought there was something going on. <laughs> But then I look over, my mum and dad are equally as confused. I'm thinking, okay, like, something's going wrong here. We start, like, banging on the windows. Everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? We're, like, banging on the door. And they're like, let us in. Nothing. It gets, like, half an hour, like, half an hour later. Still, no one's coming to the door. I'm 
fucking frozen in my skimpy dress. Like, my nipples could fucking cut diamond. That's how cold it was. I mean, it's been cold in London recently. Like, it was just not looking good. Like, there was no one coming to the door. But my manager was there. My manager, Lauren, she's like my wee bestie. And she came to the dinner. So she, she like, helped me organise it a bit. And she had the number of the girl who was, like, organising this whole thing. And she rang the girl eventually. Because she was ringing her the whole time. She wasn't picking up. She was, like, in Austin, Texas. And I was like, where? why are you in Austin, Texas? What is going on? So Lauren, like my manager, rings the girl. She eventually picks up and she's like, oh yeah, like there was a gas leak yesterday. So we're just fixing it. But yeah, it's closed. Like the party's cancelled. I was like, okay, stay positive. I was like, just like really, really trying to stay positive. Like there's no point. Like this has happened now. There's no point in crying. It's just like, I just felt like embarrassed that I'd got that many people to buy flights to come over. Like everyone was like dressed to the nines, like long dresses and heels. And we were just standing there, like, on the street. We're like, so, what should we do? I made everyone go back to my house and order Domino's. <laughs> you know what? It was just... It was obviously very, very disappointing. But there's no point in, like, being negative about it. But I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, just my luck. Anyway, that was my 21st birthday. It was really nice because my whole family, my friends were there. And I was surrounded by the people I love and stuff. And it was still a hoot. We still had Domino's and drinks at my house, so... That was fun. Anyway, that was that. <laughs> Just going to leave it at that because the, so many worse things could have happened. So many worse things are happening in the world. So I hate being negative. But like, I just like, what the fuck? You could have told me like the day before. Maybe I could have organized something. But it was like Saturday night at half eight. Like 20 people. There was just no chance of anything happening at that point. So Domino's it was. I mean, I'm not even fucking complaining because I love Domino's. I always forget how much I love Domino's. It does make you feel like shit after, but it is great pizza. That's all I really have to update you on now. Nothing else has happened since then. But I do want to delve into the whole Versace Milan thing because I want to talk about fashion a bit. So... Versace, for some reason, invited me to their show and I was like, absolutely, I'm coming. So I got off like really, really in the, early in the morning and then I went straight to the Versace like headquarters office in Milan and I was just freaking out because I was on TikTok like the day before and obviously they had been doing like the fittings for their shows and then there's like all these paparazzi pictures coming up on my For You page of like Bella Hadid, Emily Ratajkowski, is that how you say her name? I think so. Gigi Hadid, like all these amazing um models all going into the Versace headquarters to like get their fitting for the show because they were obviously walking it and then I was walking in two days later and I was like oh my god I'm so close to Bella Hadid I can feel it I can feel us connected in some way anyway (laughs) I got there and like they brought me up to this room and it was like it's just a huge room with like rails everywhere of all this Versace clothing and I was like Woo! Shit's poking up my bum. Like, what is going on? And then they they like picked out a few looks for me, and they're like, I tried on all this stuff, and they gave me all these Versace shoes to try on, and all this amazing gold jewelry. I love Versace gold jewelry. I feel like when I think of Versace, I just think of like gold. I love it so much. Anyway, I picked out my outfit, and they're all so nice, and they gave me it to like bring back to my hotel. I went back to my hotel, had a little bit of a nap, and then it was time. I had hair and makeup come, and I put on my outfit, and like. I just felt like a million dollars. I just felt like Donatella Versace herself. And this was my first time in Milan as well, so it was a really, really cool experience. I went to the show and it was, it was kind of terrifying, to be honest. Like, 
because it was like such a big show because like I know like Bella Hadid and stuff were walking it like outside was like it was almost like outside of like a concert or something like there was just so many people like so many photographers obviously trying to get photos of like Bella Hadid and stuff so walking through that was kind of terrifying I mean no one was taking photos of me really obviously they were not there for me but like it was just still scary and I was wearing these fucking crazy heels I feel like Versace like are like they a lot of their heels are just crazy high and I was, there is a very high likelihood of me falling flat on my face here um but I didn't I made it inside and I was like completely on my own because I didn't know anyone else going to the show like at all I didn't I don't even know if there's anyone else from England there I'm trying to think I I didn't see anyone from England there so not that I'm from England but you know what I mean like from like the London like influencer scene I just basically knew no one so it was kind of terrifying like trying it was like quite quite dim in the room and I was like trying to like walk around and find my seat like really awkwardly and then I sat down like I know I should have just like made a conversation with the people beside me but like they were all so cool and I was like I actually can't even speak right now so I just sat there like looking around just like staring at everyone and like oh this is awkward <laughs> like like what what do you do in that situation like I honestly didn't know I didn't know like should I have turned and be like hi I'm Olivia like no one cares so I just sat there in silence on my own um and then the music started and the lights dimmed and out walks actually Gigi Hadid opened which I, I think Gigi Hadid's great but I was there for Bella no I was there for the Versace clothes it was so cool I was like while it was happening like the show I was like writing things down in my notes to tell you guys because um I was just, the clothes are incredible. I think Versace is like definitely one of my favorite designers. I think. No, yes, definitely they are. I feel like Versace and Miu Miu are definitely my faves. I feel like I've got like two different moods. Like Miu Miu is like when I want to be like really like girly and preppy and like wear little like pumps and sh- like pleated skirts and knitted jumpers. Like that's what, what like my Miu Miu mood. And then I have Versace when it's like, I'm a sexy woman on a night out and about to like, kill men like that's my Versace mood um so <laughs> I was just like really really happy to be there and Bella Hadid looked incredible I cannot believe I was that close to her it's really like even more wants to dye my hair brown like I, I genuinely have it in my head that I will dye my hair brown and then I will look like Bella Hadid I like it's completely delusional and I don't know why I think it and I, I I'm so terrified to dye my hair brown because what the fuck do I do whenever I come to the realization that I don't look like Bella Hadid I don't know I don't know. I'm so torn on what to do with my hair. I want to dye it brown, but I don't. It's just, I feel like I don't have the right skin tone for it. Anyway, I wrote down in my notes, obviously, some things I, I was quite enjoying in the show. Or not even just the show. I think I, like, I, I, once I started writing things down, I, I was thinking about everything I'd just seen recently. And, like, outside, there was obviously lots of, like, street style. And, like, even just the people at the show were wearing really, really cool things. Like, not the people that were walking. So, my favourite things I saw were a mini dress as a top. Do you know what I mean? I feel like this was quite like a 2010 thing. I I really like vaguely remember wearing these like smocks, like all, like honestly like a three like a it was basically like a dress, and I would wear it with leggings and Uggs. Like that was like something I used to wear on the regular, and I feel like it's kind of coming back. Like I'm really really liking seeing people wear like jeans and a dress. I think it's really cool. Like I can imagine like jean like baggy jeans a dress and like little kitten heels and a bag would would be really really cool I think I'm gonna wear that soon because that's one thing I liked another thing I'm obsessed with recently is like sequins like anything like sparkly I love like a sparkly knit I've been trying to find something recently like a like a sparkly knit in I really want a sparkly skirt I mean obviously there's like the Daniel Dan oh is it Danielle Guizzo it's like a designer and I feel like they've kind of brought back the whole sequence thing they do like a lot of sequence I'm just like obsessed I think it's so fun it's quite like Christmassy as well so I feel like it's perfect for winter like I definitely want to buy like some sort of sparkly sequiny skirt and wear it with like black tights and 
shoes and maybe like a fun I don't know like like a fun like black leather jacket or something I, I, that's what I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna invest in a nice skirt for um winter I also want to kind of like get like pumps I I don't know I'm kind of torn the whole pumps thing I've seen like everyone like wearing pumps I think it's like Mew Mew basically did, brought out pumps and obviously not everyone's obsessed with them I feel like Mew Mew honestly sets so many trends like you know that like micro skirt obviously micro skirts are like everywhere now I love a micro skirt but then like as soon as Mew Mew did that runway like last year with the micro skirts like everyone's wearing them and like, I've seen like so many like knockoffs of it and like H&M and stuff because like it's just I, I don't know there's a Zara one that I really want I, I, I'm i kind of torn on that like everyone says it's like kind of like wrong it is wrong whenever a, like a fast fashion brand copies a designer's design and makes like a cheap version of it but like who has some money to buy these really expensive skirts every time. Like I've bought, I bought a few things from Yumi, but like it fucking breaks the bank. Like I can't be doing that every single time for an outfit. And I know you don't need to constantly buy new clothes. Like you should invest in like good pieces and you know style them in different ways and rewear them. And I do do that, but sometimes it's just fucking expensive. It just feels a bit criminal to spend that much money on clothes, but it's worth it. I know it is worth it. Um, but yeah, there's like some really really cool dupes of the Yumi micro skirts. Another thing I've been seeing, and I've actually been wearing a few sometimes, um, are like big chunky belts. I love big chunky belts. I think they look so cool with like a skirt, especially or a dress, like a bit like a bit big for you. So you wear it like on your hips. Um, I just think they make any outfit like a, like a little bit more cool, a little bit more like effortless, a bit kind of like Serena Vanderwoodson, Jenny Humphrey kind of vibe. I feel like that's what the kind of vibe I want to go for for this Christmas, like this winter, fashion-wise. I want to get, like, kind of... I want to make myself look constantly a bit, like, undone. I want to get a really, really big bag. I don't have any, like shoulder bags I've got like little like obviously I've got like shoulder bags and stuff but um I don't have like the same size as like a tote bag I want a nice bag a nice leather bag it doesn't have to be real leather um but the size of like a tote bag very Serena Vanderwoodson from Gossip Girl by the way if you don't know who I'm talking about uh, I want one of them and I want to like I want it to be like really messy and like things poking out of it and I want my hair to be tussled tuss- tussled in all the wrong ways I just I feel like that's the kind of vibe I'm going for like a big chunky belt like high heels I just want to look like that this winter like that's kind of what I'm going for as well and then the big belt is just like such an easy way to accessorize I feel like I've kind of gone off like jewelry a little bit like I don't really wear as much jewelry anymore and um, I feel like I kind of like I don't want to focus as much on jewelry I used to like only accessorize with jewelry like I used to like wear so many rings and like so many earrings and loads of necklaces and I sometimes now I feel like less is more with the whole like jewelry thing I'm really loving acrylics now I'm gonna keep getting acrylics for the rest of winter because I know like in summer you've got like your tan your e- it's like really easy to look like naturally like like pretty in summer but I feel like in winter I'm just gonna have to do a few more things here and there to like make myself look good and one of those things is acrylics because I hate myself in winter like I don't like myself with like my natural pale skin I just think it really washes me out a little bit. I don't really like my undertone on my skin and I know you should just embrace the, like whatever skin you have and I'm sure like whenever I'm older I will come learn to love my pale skin. But at, at this moment of time, I don't know, I just find it really hard to transition from that like nice tan skin I get from holiday to then into my really, really paleness. It just, I don't feel that confident. I especially don't feel like body confident when I look that pale. Like, I just like, I, I, I get tan and I'm like, whoa. Okay, abs. Like I think I look amazing when I'm tan. Then when I'm pale, I'm like, oh, I can't even look in the mirror. I want to say I, I hate it. Like I, I used to do like a lot of. Fa- I don't do fake tan anymore as much unless I've got like an event. But um, I used to do fake tan every single week in school. And on that Thursday night when you would like scrub it off, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I, I hated myself so much. And another thing I'm loving is a structured leather jacket. I actually I think I ordered one recently off Depop. 
I feel like Depop and like charity shops are the best place for leather jackets. Like there's no point in buying one now. And I think it's so much better than buying one from Zara. Like you don't, you're not going to keep a Zara leather jacket or like a H&M leather jacket until you're like 60. Whereas I feel like you'll, I think I got like, was it a diesel one? It was like a vintage diesel leather jacket. Like I feel like I will keep that forever. Do you know what I mean? Like it's something I give to my children. So I ordered one of them. I'm really loving like structured ones. I really like a faded brown like a faded brown leather jacket, you know, when it goes a bit yellowy and stuff. Like, that's what I'm loving recently. And I've, I, I've been seeing leather everywhere. Emily Ratajkowski wore this incredible look for when she was walking the Versace show. And it was like a leather micro skirt with a big chunky belt and a structured leather jacket. And I was like, this is exactly what I want to wear this winter. I mean, I can't wear it in London because it's fucking freezing. But actually, no, on like a night out, like that is what I want to wear. Like, that is my inspo for night outs in winter. And she was wearing like pointy black boots. I love black boots as well. I think honestly from from what I'm what I'm talking about if I can give you two things that you should definitely get this winter if you're like if you're looking for something to buy this winter is black boots and a black leather jacket like I just think it makes anything cool you could do it with anything you could wear any skirt you could wear jeans with it and it will just look so cool I'm really liking pointy boots like a point at the top I used to only like like round ones but I think they're a little bit too like 70s like a like a, a round boot I like a pointy one now and Bella Hadid is like the master of all boots she has the like she's great boots um and she's got like some ones that are like tight to her calves I kind of like one a little bit baggier I think they make my legs look quite nice like the, so it's like a bit of a contrast the, like a baggier leg on the boot um, so I love them but I think also like stiletto ones with like a really tight leg look incredible as well so honestly a pair of like a heel they don't have to be big heels heels black boots or um or even like biker boots I think biker boots are so cool and a black leather jacket like you could just do so much with that you could wear it with like a dress oh my god honestly I'm that's I'm gonna like go buy some more boots because I only have like one pair of boots that I really wear I have a pair of Urban Outfitters ones and they I only got them last year and they have fallen apart like they were like 70 quid so I guess like that's quite affordable for boots like boots are quite expensive especially like they were like faux leather but honestly like I bought well I got a pair of like quite expensive ones and the difference in them is incredible and like now I've just realized like yes the Urban Outfitters ones are a lot cheaper but they're falling apart in a year and if I was only going to get Urban Outfitters ones I have to keep repurchasing and repurchasing and that's more waste like it's probably going to end up to be the same amount of money by the time you keep rebuying them because they like they fall apart um so it's just honestly investing in a good pair of boots like they don't, they don't have to be brand new like you can definitely get a, a cool pair of vintage ones like I feel like vintage boots are almost better and they're a bit more worn in a bit more comfier but yeah definitely I'm gonna get some more boots I'm gonna go on Depop and buy some I also have written down here leather everything as I was saying I love leather boots leather jacket again I am vegan so it's just like oh I actually like was talking about this with my friend the other day because I wear Uggs like Uggs are like my favorite winter shoes I'm actually wearing them right now they just keep my feet so cozy and they're so handy to just slide on like they go with everything they just oh I love Uggs I've always loved Uggs since I was literally like four years old I've been wearing Uggs and they are made from sheep wool sheep wool I think I don't know they're not vegan basically and I people always are like oh like you say you're vegan but you're wearing Uggs and stuff and I'm like okay let me just clear this up I I eat like vegan food. I mean, I eat honey actually, so that's a lie. But I eat like plant-based, a plant-based diet because it freaks me out so much to eat, like to put meat in my mouth, bite down on it and swallow it. Like I don't like the idea of that, especially because I know where it comes from. And I've watched so many documentaries over the year about where it comes from. I just don't like it. So like, and also I know it's really bad for the environment. So me doing my part is eating a plant-based diet. However, I don't feel the same. Oh, this is so bad. Like, well, 
not really, because I see so many people every single day wearing like leather bags and leather shoes and stuff. I, for some reason, don't have the same mindset towards like shoes and bags and basically leather goods or, or Uggs, basically. I don't feel the same mindset. I do know it's bad. And I think if I watched enough documentaries and actually educated myself on it, then maybe I would actually stop wearing it. But it's not as if I have to like eat the shoe or eat the bag and swallow it and digest it and then shit it out. Like I just like, for some reason... It doesn't feel the same to me. And I know that's really bad, actually. I'm like, I'm sure probably just hold myself accountable and watch some documentaries about it. But um, I'm, I guess I'm not vegan because I do that stuff. I'm just like, I eat a plant-based diet. But I just feel like that's like me doing my part. Like, there's some people who wear leather goods and eat meat. So I'm better than them. <laughs> I'm superior to them. No, I'm joking. Everyone, like, no matter what you can do, like, be, eating plant-based isn't for everyone, you know? Like, it's it can be expensive. It, people, like, for medical reasons can't do it. And, you know, people just out of choice just don't want to do it and you can never force that on someone. But I think it's important for everyone to do a little something towards our planet. And my thing is eating plant-based. I mean, maybe someone, like, will cycle to work. Like, that's that's something for the planet. Or maybe someone will recycle loads do you know what I mean only shop second hand like that's a good way to help our planet but yeah I don't think there's any point in shaming people because I do get a lot of hate comments about it for like wearing Uggs and stuff I don't think there's any point in shaming people that's another thing I also really like speaking of winter fashion is Uggs like if you haven't got yourself oh actually no I'm not gonna say that I was gonna say if you haven't got yourself a pair of Uggs get them right now but like honestly do they're the best shoes ever they just brought out a new pair of like platform grey like ultra mini Uggs they're incredible I love like little mini Uggs Oh my god, they're just the best shoes ever. Another thing I've been seeing recently, which I'm not sure I'm gonna jump on the trend, but I'm really, really appreciating it, is coloured tights. I have seen so many people wearing coloured tights recently, and I think they look sick. I really like them. I think they're so cool. They add such like a fun element to any outfit. But I just think with the clothes that I wear, like basically I saw my friend Mia Regan, she's called Mimi Moocher on Instagram and um, I saw her wearing them recently recently to a fashion show and I just thought she looked so cool but she is like that kind of person like she's she loves wearing colour she's such a colourful like when I think of Mia I literally think of like a rainbow do you know what I mean like she, I, you know when like people have auras and stuff like my friend Millie like she's super ultra sexy and like fiery and sassy and I think she's red or maybe pink Whereas, like, Mia is just a rainbow. Like, she wears so many different colours. I mean, if I had to say one, I'd probably say yellow because she's just, like, sunshine. Like, she's just a fun... She loves having fun with her clothes. And I saw her wearing rainbow-coloured tights. And I... Not rainbow-coloured tights. I think they were purple. But she'd been wearing, like, loads of different coloured tights. And I just think they look so cool. Like, they just add such a fun element. And I really want to, like, join in. But I don't know. It's, like, those and pumps. I don't know about... I, I actually forgot to elaborate on my pumps point earlier. Sometimes I dress to make like myself feel confident and I feel confident when I wear chunky shoes I think I like having that extra bit of height I think they make my legs look great I don't I just I don't usually opt for like flat soled shoes and obviously pumps are flat soled shoes and they're quite tiny and I don't know how I feel and obviously I want to be confident in whatever I'm wearing and I don't know how I feel about myself and the way I look when I'm wearing small shoes. So I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm gonna try because Mimi did like a pump and a leg warmer, which I just thought was so cute. I'm wearing like ballet and it looked amazing, obviously on the models, but I just don't know if it'll look amazing on me, but I'm actually going to their show next week in Paris, which I'm so excited for. And I'll, I'll tell you how it goes. But um, they sent me today, they're like, oh, can you pick out something to wear? And obviously the pumps and the leg warmers are there. So I'm like, should, should, I, should I use this as my chance to try it? But then what if I hate the way I look? And then I have to go to a fucking fashion show and I hate the way I look. But anyway, that's, that's definitely something I want to try is colored tights and pumps. I also love ankle warmers. I, I obviously mentioned them there. I love ankle warmers so much. I got a pair, I think just on like Amazon. 
And I love them. Like over Uggs as well. They're so cute. I actually wear them quite a lot. I just think they're so... I, I love that kind of like ballet aesthetic. I've been seeing recently are Adidas Sambas. Obviously, they are like the biggest trend ever. They've always been very popular shoes, but everyone's wearing them. And it's basically because fucking Bella Hadid wore them. She could wear a plastic bin bag and everyone would be starting to wear them. And I actually do want to get them. But no, I just feel like... You, do you ever like... This is so fucking stupid. But do you ever feel like you're too late to a trend? Like, I know everyone's got them now. And then if I get them, then everyone's going to be like, ugh, like, you're so late. And no one would say that. I don't know why I think like that. Because like, I could easily just go buy a pair of Adidas Samba. So I don't know why I'm being, like, we, like, being weird about it now. Like, I don't want anyone to think, well, I am copying them. That's the thing with trends. Like, I am copying them. But now I feel lame, like, buying them this late on. Because, like, the trend started, like, over a month ago. But that's such a shit way to think. And I think they're a really good shoe. Because you will have them for, like, ever. Like, they're Adidas Sambas. They're never really going to go out of style. They're the most like, unoffensive shoe ever. But they also are flat-soled. And I don't, I, as I just said, I don't know about a non-chunky shoe. So that's something I'm going to have to think about. No, I do really want them. I think they're so cool. But do I think that I'm going to put them on my feet and then look like Bella Hadid? Is that what's going to, like, is that my mindset? Because I think it might be. That's the case with a lot of the things I buy because Bella Hadid wears them. I just think I'm going to, like, suddenly transform into her. Like, that's just not going to happen. Like, how weird is this? I, like, I'm not, I'm not obsessed. Yeah, I am. I am obsessed with her. And who isn't? Like, I'm not afraid to admit it. I just think, like, <laughs> like, I don't, like... I don't try to be her in any way. Like, I don't really know her personality. I'm like, I think she's like really, really cute and she seems really, really kind and like compassionate and stuff. I think she seems like a really great girl. Um, and I'm not trying to be her in any way. Like, I hate when people are like trying to like, be like carbon copies of people because like I, I, I do take a lot of inspiration from her like fashion. I think she's got really cool fashion. Obviously, she sets a lot of trends. Like, everyone thinks she's got really, really cool fashion. But then I saw her in person and she was everything I thought she'd be. Oh, she was a lot shorter. Well, I don't know. I obviously never, like, knew her height. I'd never, like, looked it up before. But online, I think, I think I've seen her say somewhere that she's 5'8", which is only an inch taller than me, which was, like, kind of crazy because when I think of Bella Hadid, I think of her being, like, I don't know, maybe, like, six foot six. Because it just seems like an ethereal, like, alien. Like, there's no way that she's just, like, a 5'8 gal. That's just crazy to me. But anyway, she was a lot shorter, but she was just a stunning in person. Like, she is perfect. I honestly, like, I, I I, was, no, that's horrible. I was, like, hoping to be disappointed. Oh, I wasn't at all. I'm really happy for her that she looks that great. She is stunning and she seems like a really nice, like, I'm. she deserves it because of how nice she seems. But I was, like, this is, like, really weird. I was, like, in the airport on the way back from Milan and I was, like, looking up, like, what surgery she has. And then I was like, oh, should I get a ponytail lift? Like, she hasn't even actually said she's had any surgery. She said she had a, a rhinoplasty. But also, how weird is this? I have never in my life, like, been self-conscious of my nose, I think. I actually, I don't, like, love my nose. I've never, I've never even had a thought about my nose. So that obviously proves it's not an insecurity of mine. Otherwise, I would have thoughts about it. And I was, like, genuinely being like, should I get a nose job? Because she got one. Like, how fucked up was that? And she said she, said she regrets it so much. But, like... That is, like, okay, well, I'm being creepy. No, I actually am being creepy. But don't tell me you haven't had those thoughts. Like, don't tell me. But I looked it up and some surgeon said, like, obviously she's denied it. So this is kind of, like, I believe her, whatever she says, because she's my queen. But a surgeon said that she's most likely had a ponytail lift. I was thinking about getting a ponytail lift. Like, on the DL. And then I was like, oh my God, Olivia, shut up. You're fucking 20 years old. Like, also, I couldn't get a ponytail lift on the DL because everyone would realise straight away and be like, Olivia, you're not slick. But, like... I was genuinely like looking up just like what surgery she had so I could get them as well. I'm never going to get surgery. I don't think I'm going to get surgery. Like, I don't, can't think of anything that I would want. I mean, there was a while I was like, oh, I'm going to get a boot job. But like, no, I'm so put off that idea. But like, no, I'm like, is it time for a ponytail lift? Like, no, Olivia, you would look like a fucking ridiculous person when you're 60 year old, years old with a ponytail lift. Like, you do not need a ponytail lift. Like, you're completely fine the way you are. But it's like in the back of my mind now. 
on a rhinoplasty, even though I don't even fucking need one. I was like, oh my God, wait, this is so weird. I was like, how do you know if you have a deviated septum? Because I wanted to have a deviated septum so that I could get a nose drop and blame it on my deviated septum. And I don't think I have a deviated septum, but like sometimes I think I do. No, I definitely don't. I've never had a breathing problem in my life. So, um, so yeah, that that was my thought process. I don't know why I'm like letting you in on this. Like it's so fucking creepy. Like. <laughs> I asked on my story, you guys, for like your kind of fashion thoughts at the minute, like what you're liking. Do you prefer summer fashion, winter fashion? And majority of the replies are, I prefer winter fashion. And I kind of tend to agree with you. Like there is nothing better than like big coats, like puffer coats. I fucking love puffer coats. Uggs, like layering. I love knitted jumpers. I love I love trench coats. I have a, like a vintage trench coat that I got in Paris and I'm so excited to like whip it out. Because um, I don't really like trench coats that much unless it's like layered. Like I don't really like wearing trench coats if it's like, if I'm wearing like jeans and a top, I wouldn't want to wear a trench coat. I don't know why, what I have against it. I just think it looks cooler like maybe with like a hoodie on or with like another jacket underneath and a shirt. Or, do, do you know what I mean? I don't know why, but I, I just prefer personally things to be layered with trench coats. And I feel like it's like too warm still because it's still like September to be wearing like layers and trench coats. I'd fucking sweat. Like I'm saying it's cold in London, but it is like 18 degrees. Like it's really not cold. I'm well, 17 maybe. I'm really, really excited to wear my trench coats. And I got a new puffer this year because my fucking ex like stole my North Face puffer. Not stole, I did give it to him. I'm just being dramatic, but like I want it back, but I don't think I'm going to get it back. We did like a trade off. Like he gave he he gave me a white Adidas puffer, which isn't like no. I'm looking back and I was like, why the fuck did I do that? He gave me his white Adidas puffer and I gave him my my beautiful black North Face. What the fuck? How does that deal seem fair to me? I don't. At the time, I was like, ah, oh, get in. I've got a white Adidas puffer. I I don't want it anymore. I'm literally gonna get it to charity, and he's got my fucking North Face. But anyway, I got a new puffer, which I'm really really excited to wear. So that's exciting. Anyway, <laughs> no point dwelling on the past. Oh, someone said, I, I love winter clothes. I love layering and I love the over-the-head headphones. That is, yes. I'm I'm excited to wear my Apple headphones out like every single day in winter. It's so weird that that's like an, like an accessory, but they are, they are beautiful and they are also the best things I have ever bought. I think they're what, like 400 pounds? I mean, I've talked about them before, but like, that was the best 400 pounds I've ever spent in my entire life. Like they are incredible. They are just so satisfying. Like they are like, I feel like sometimes Apple just do things that are just, it's just so satisfying. I actually wrote down in my notes some satisfying things that Apple does. Well, first of all, whenever you put on your headphones from Apple, you don't have to press anything. They just automatically like know that they're on your head and they connect to your phone. I don't know why that's just so like mind blowing to me. I'm just like, wow, love technology. Another thing that I love that Apple do is when you download for the plane, a few episodes of a series Oh my god, wait, I need to tell you something. I've been watching this thing on Netflix recently called Dahmer, which is about Jeffrey Dahmer. And I've read, like, uh, not read, like, I, I listen to true crime podcasts all the time. I listen to true crime YouTube videos, like, literally to fall asleep. Like, it's, like, my comfort thing. I love true crime. And I know about a lot of true crimes, like, like stories. Like, all, like I, I basically, like, know everything. And I obviously knew, not, oh my god, why did I say that? I don't know everything. I, I know about a lot of cases. And I know about the Jeffrey Dahmer case. I've listened to a lot of stuff about it before. But this series on Netflix which Evan Peter is my king is um the main character he's playing Jeffrey Dahmer um this one like actually it's like a dramatized series so like well it's actually quite accurate everything in it but um they like play out all the murders which is like disturbing and Evan Peters is an incredible actor 
he's like Tate from American Horror Story. He's an incredible actor and he like literally does the roles so well. But it's like, I'm like usually so good with like scary movies and creepy stuff and murders and stuff. I'm like, you, like so fine about it because I feel like I'm a bit desensitized to, towards it because of like everything I listen to. But like I had to skip things and like constantly like look away, like turn it off, like skip episodes because like, it was just so fucking disturbing. Like I don't, like, Evan Peters, I remember he did, I can't even remember which series it was. I, I mean, I haven't watched American Horror Story in a while. I think I stopped after like season six. But I remember he was playing a murderer in one or like playing a disturbed character and he had to get like intense therapy after because like it, it, I think he like really, really gets into his roles basically and he, he like got fucked up from like getting into like the mindset of a murderer. So he had to get like intense therapy from American Horror Story. So now after this role, God help him, like he is not gonna be okay because it is the creepiest thing I've ever watched. It's just scarier because you know it's true as well. Like they even like, oh, the set and all like in the like Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment all tree. And I, I feel like I just didn't even like know the extent to it. And like just saying it all after all, it's just so fucked. Like if you're into that kind of stuff, watch it, but it is disturbing. Anyway, I downloaded a few episodes of it for the plane. And whenever I finished the episode, I didn't even know that they did this, but I finished the episode and then it came up, delete and play next. I was like, wow. I mean, that's not Apple, that's on Netflix. I was like, this is incredible because usually I feel like it just comes up saying play next, but they gave it the option to delete and play next, to delete the episode that you've just downloaded so it doesn't take up much storage on your phone. And I was like, that is incredible. Incredible technology from Netflix there. Really, really appreciate that. Feel very satisfied pressing that button. Because like, why would you want to keep it? Why would you want to keep a downloaded episode that you've already watched? So delete and play next makes so much sense. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Anyway, another thing I love doing is sharing Wi-Fi passwords. Like, you know when you're like, oh, can you like, can you give me your Wi-Fi password? And you're like on the thing about to type it and then all of a sudden it's just there because I just shared it with you. Like that is the most satisfying thing ever. Like, well done Apple. That was an incredible, like that was an incredible job. Whoever came up with that idea needs to be paid. It still doesn't like, I don't know how the fuck they do it. Like the whole like phone, when you when you really deep a mobile phone, it's fucked. Like, how, how did they, that person just press a button and then all of a sudden it's typed, the password's typed out on my Wi-Fi thing? Makes no sense to me. Quite suspicious. Third thing that I like that Apple does is copying codes from text. So, you know, like, if you're doing, like, a verification thing and then, like, they put, they, they're like, okay, we'll, we'll text you a one-time code to this number, which is your number, and then you have to put it in on the website. And then you don't even have to go and open the text and look at what the code is because it just says from text messages, the code, and then you press that and the code goes straight in. That's, if you if you know, you know. It's an incredible thing. Every time it happens, I go, I just feel like I'm lucky to be alive in this amazing world. <laughs> don't really know why we got into that, but anyway... I feel like I'll leave it there because I have yabble, yabbled, jabbled. What is that a word? Jabbered? Jabbered on? Anyway, as you can see, I'm done speaking for the day. But I hope you enjoyed. I'm sorry I just like lay all that information onto you. I don't really know why I did it because you definitely don't care about my moving process and breaking up with my boyfriend. But I'm not even broken up because like he did help me move. It's just all so confusing. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. I love you so much. And I'll see you in next week's podcast. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia. Olivia.